0: Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am here with Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hillhouse. How are you doing today, sir? Doing great. How are you doing? A little cold. It is. I got, my, is chill. I got my hoodie out, broke my hoodie <laughs> out, and uh, yeah, It's a little chilly this morning. Um, and I, and I, and I heard, you know, you're a little worried about you might have to break into the hay again.
1: Yes, yes. I was worried about the frost and killing the grass and and uh but luckily we we didn't get too much frost last night so I don't have to put out any more hay. <laughs> well that's a good
0: thing. That's a good thing. All right. So let's get going. We got a lot to uh we got a lot to uh, talk about including a lot of folks. Uh we're asking about a big pursuit. We're going to get to that, but first, what's going on with our stats? Yes. Uh,
1: <clears throat> since we met last week, the jails booked in 86 individuals, 12 females, 74 males. Uh the average so far this year has been 384. Today we've got 397 in jail, and 127 of those are contract inmates: 22 Rockwall, 15 Smith County, 11 Van
0: Zandt County, and then 79 United States Marshal contracts. So, uh, that's up a little bit. Yeah, that's and those we talk about it every single week. That those contract inmates are so important, and um, love to see that the marshals. Are, are staying steady and, and bringing in as many as they are because that's a big hit on big. You it's going plus on the bottom line.
1: It's going to help us. Our uh, you know we guaranteed them fifty beds. Now we're uh, we've got about eighty inmates uh, that we're housing for them. It's probably going to be where it lies right now uh, the way the population is in the jail. But that's that's truly going to help out the county
0: in the long run. It, it really is. All right. So let's get into this. I want to talk a bit about um, this pursuit that uh, happened, uh, I believe it was Monday. Um, you know, we got a lot of questions. They had a lot of questions through um, my site. Um, a lot of folks were talking on social media, wondering what was going on. So tell us what happened with this pursuit.
1: And I'm sorry, I wasn't able to put anything out, still locked down on Facebook, or I would have put something out to let folks know. But um, Eustace ended up, um, attempting to stop a vehicle there in the city limits of Eustace and the, the vehicle fled, uh, running at, uh, extremely high speeds, came into the city of Athens, uh, went east and got out on 175 east and ended up, uh, DPS was able to help us out and they put out some spike strips and got at least three of the four tires on the vehicle. And the vehicle run off in the ditch through the fence, and he bailed out on foot. We had plenty of uh, help out there at the time. We surrounded the uh, place, set up a perimeter, reached out to the TDC out the veto unit uh, K9 team. They brought out their uh, bloodhounds and their pack dogs and their horses. and so uh, we were actually on the phone with them in the pursuit saying hey can y'all get ready in case he bails out uh, to try to cut the the time frame down a little bit and they came and assisted us and it was uh, truly a, it ended up being a good deal nobody got hurt but they released the canine dogs and the horse unit went and the dogs took them straight to the suspect about three miles away was where they apprehended him out uh on the the shooting ranch out there where the health center had the uh five um, h yeah the five eight ranch or uh, the help center had their benefit last weekend um, that's where the t d c dogs finally captured captured the suspect, got him brought to jail and uh so he's now in custody and uh, it turned out nobody got hurt so it was it was a it was a really good deal uh, It always excites me to see how our local law enforcement and first responders all join together uh to get a job done. And, uh, we all worked extremely well together and I want to tell TDC thank you again. We've had extremely good luck with their canines. And the re- I know, I know a lot of people wonder too, you know, I've got canines, uh, Frankston was there to help us. They've got a canine unit and, you know, why don't you deploy the dog right then? These pack dogs and the bloodhounds are trained to do, uh, searches for miles. Our dogs, I mean they will but they kinda of run out of gas. They're extremely uh high energy dogs, so a lot of times you gotta stop and break and let them take a rest. These dogs down there this is what they train to do is go for miles and miles. So that's why we use the T D C pack dogs on a big man hunt like that. Um so but it worked out great and, and uh suspect was apprehended, no one was hurt and uh turned out to be a good deal.
0: And having been out there just this past Saturday out into that area, it's really easy for somebody to get lost in that area. Um, we, a very, when, very rural area. And when we
1: were pulling up, I kind of got excited when I got out there and thought, saw that this is where it happened, and this is where he bailed out because we started pulling up... Uh, Google Maps to set up a perimeter and it was just wide open country. There's not a lot of county roads. There's not a lot of residential houses. He was basically in the woods. He wasn't from the area. He,
0: he didn't know where he was at. So, uh, that all helped in our favor. Um, yeah, before we ask about him, I want to go back to the TDCJ, uh, thing one time, uh, because this is a couple of times now that you and I have talked and, and you've brought them in and, you know, it's worked out well. Talk a little bit just about organizing something like that. You talk about setting the perimeter, and I'm sure that there were other agencies. You talk about Frankston being there as well. Uh, how many agencies were involved, and what does it take to actually organize something like that? Um, we've done it so much now that uh, it's basically
1: second second nature. But there was, there was Frankston PD, um, Anderson County Sheriff's Office, Henderson County Sheriff's Office, um, DPS, Eustace PD, of course, they started the pursuit. Um, Eustace ISD, uh, Pain Springs PD and, uh, the constable in precinct five. Um, I mean, there was, there was lots of agencies there. And of course, when we're going out and we were, uh, myself and the chief deputy were headed that way. We weren't in the pursuit, but we were headed that way because we figured something like this might happen. Uh, we naturally reach out to TDCJ. Let them give them a heads up that we may need you so they can start packing up because they're all the way in Tennessee Colony, so you got about 45 minutes to an hour before they can ever get on scene. And then as soon as uh, he bailed out and we saw where he was, then our captain arrived on scene and just started pushing deputies, pulling up Google Maps and looking around, seeing where we need units, set up a perimeter, um, called the Texas Rangers in to uh, put up a drone in the air, um, the DPS chopper couldn't get to us, so, you know, put up a drone in the air, try to see if we can see something uh, from the air. And, of course, the captain's main focus is, okay, I'm going to get with this. I've got this uh, unit right here. It doesn't matter who, what agency they're from. I need you to go to this area and just drive back and forth and try to keep your eyes open, see if you see anybody jump uh you know try to cross the fence or anything, see if you can spot the suspect. Or number one, if you can if you can set your perimeter and keep him inside that perimeter, keep him locked down, then um he doesn't have anywhere to really go. So I mean that's the that's the goal. Set your perimeter, keep him inside that perimeter. Um so when the dogs get there we basically have a team out there and then two um you want several units around that way, when the dogs do get on a track, you've got somebody close to the dogs because they're on horseback. Um, the dogs actually outrun the uh, will outrun the horses, but they've got GPS on them, so they're watching the dogs. They're listening for the dogs' bay. Um, so if they do capture them, we want a big enough perimeter, enough people out there to get a unit to them quickly to be able to uh apprehend him and put him in a car. So, and all that it went.
0: Just the plan. Just, I mean, just, just like clockwork. Perfect. All right, so let's talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the bad actor in this particular instance. Um, what, what started the pursuit? What was this? I mean, is it obvious now why this person was running? No, it's it's really
1: not. I mean, he did have an extensive criminal history. He's been handled a lot, but not in Henderson County. He actually had a residence in Henderson County. But his criminal history wasn't from Henderson County. Um, looked like, I mean, they tried to stop him for a speed, minor speeding violation and, and he took off. And, uh, there was basically, there was one point in the pursuit where we were having to really consider just terminating the pursuit and letting him go because, um, it got so dangerous. I mean, he actually went into the, uh, westbound lane on 175 and was headed eastbound in the westbound lane um so at that point at high rates of speed at that point you know you got to talk about think about safety of other individuals and just about the time the chief was chief deputy halbert was on the radio picking the radio up to say okay let's just call it back off and see if we can give him some space we don't want to hurt any innocent individual he jumped back over in the east eastbound lane and um uh, so then we were able to continue to pursue him, um, but it, it looks like he just didn't want to stop for a traffic violation.
0: Wow, that's crazy! Because you hear that kind of story or something, and you figure, wow, he's probably you know packing, you know, ten pounds of meth in the bag or something. Oh, well, like normally that. they've got they've got
1: guns or they've got drugs, something right. in the vehicle, or they've got outstanding warrants, you know, felony warrants. So not so much in this case.
0: Wow. Okay. All right, well, there you go, friends uh I know a lot of you were really interested um because this was a pursuit that a lot of people saw, yes, yes, it uh, come right through downtown, right past the courthouse square yeah, it was it was pretty vague, so that's what happened, all right, you also had another very interesting um incident this past week. Tell us about that, yes, it's actually later that evening or uh,
1: or the early, the next morning, I should say it was in the middle of the night when, about two o'clock in the morning when I got the call from dispatch. Um, there was a disturbance at a residence just outside of Athens. <clears throat> a male subject fled the residence in a vehicle, ended up stuck on the side of the road. He was, uh, he was highly intoxicated. We reached out to Athens PD and, uh, because our deputies weren't close to the area, we reached out to Athens PD to see if they could go out there and basically Stand by on the scene until we could get there and, and, uh, take care of it. <clears throat> and they did excellent work. They went out there. But as soon as they got there, they realized the situation, uh, was worse than what the, what we had realized when the call came in. Um, he had a, a large knife. Um, he was making threats to harm himself. Um, he was actually trying to provoke law enforcement to harm him. And they basically did what they needed to do, stood back, tried to talk to him. Uh Wasn't biting on the threats that he was making and the gestures he was making to try to get law enforcement to react to him. Um, we did send out our tactical unit. We sent out our negotiator team. And uh, we were out there, talked to him for about two, two and a half hours. And uh, at the end of the day, we got him to put down the weapons Come out, talk to us, and then he was arrested and, and taken to, brought to Henderson County with, with no further incident. So, uh, everything worked out exactly like what we want to at the end of the day. Nobody was harmed, him or law enforcement. Nobody had to take drastic action. Um, but there were several times during the uh, standoff when, uh, you know, officers were really concerned for their safety and his. And uh but at the end of the day we en- we ended up to was just able to talk him
0: down. You you hear this phrase every once in a while thrown around suicide by police. Yes. And and where somebody is trying to goad officers into shooting. And he
1: was being vocal about it. He was telling you, shoot me, shoot me, and, and making jumping towards law enforcement with the weapon and everybody just kept their distance, kept their calm, trying to talk to him. And uh, turned out to be, you know, a good
0: ending. You you've talked before about some of the training that you guys go through for those kind of incidents, where um, and we've talked about this um, in relation with some of the things happening around the around the country, uh, the Minnesota, the, the Minneapolis yes. um, case was was finished the other day. Um, but we talked about de-escalation, and that's one of the things you're talking about with us.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, all all our peace officers here in the county uh, have had de-escalation training. Uh matter of fact, all peace officers in the state of Texas are are, re- are required to have de-escalation training, and um, and it works. I mean, a hundred percent, it works. Uh, you just you just got to be careful because i mean number one we tell everybody at the beginning of the day your number one goal is to go home to your family and kids at the end of the night um, and but you also got to take care of all the citizens and keep everybody else safe while you accomplish that goal and a lot of times we're put in bad situations and and uh a lot of times even like this individual <clears throat> He was at a point to where he did not want to live anymore, but he did not want to do something to himself. He wanted to try to make law enforcement do it to him. And uh, they realized that and just
0: stood up and did an excellent job. Well, congratulations to them. Um, I can't even imagine what kind of emotion, what kind of adrenaline gets pumping um in one of those kind of incidents. So that's two very... High packed, uh, um, high intensity, uh, incidents in 24 hours this week that, uh, proved up some great, uh, relationships between, uh, between law enforcement, law enforcement <laughs> and, and training. So that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. It, it,
1: about 12 hours apart. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's
0: go on. Let's move on to, uh, and let's finish up with while well, we're talking about partnerships between um, you know, agencies The First Responders PRCA Rodeo Is this weekend We've been talking about this for several weeks But it's finally here Yes, and we're extremely excited we got to go out there today And
1: start setting up and hanging up sponsorship signs We've got some uh, great sponsors Couldn't do it without them I want to thank them um, Of course, it's the Peace Officers Association And the Fire Chiefs Association Here in Henderson County um joining together with the rodeo committee to bring this, uh, the Henderson County First Responders PRCA rodeo out. It's gonna be April 23rd, 24th, this Friday, this Saturday. Gates open at 6pm. Rodeo starts sharply at, uh, 7.30. you um, you got Sammy Andrews, a great con- uh, stock contractor, is gonna have a lot of, uh, good stock out there. The contestant numbers are really up this year. We're gonna have a lot of contestants out there. Um, so it's going to be packed of, packed with great action. And you've got the bullfighters only coming. So after the bull riding, um, at the rodeo, then we're going to have the bullfighters only are going to be out there. There's going to be, they're going to put on a show, um, with some bullfighters. We've never seen that here in Athens. Um, so we're thankful to have him, them here. And, uh, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, uh, you can still get them they're still available. You can get them at Elder Dodge, Cavender's Boot Barn, Vera Bank, First State Bank, uh here at the Sheriff's office. You can get them online. You can go to the Henderson County First Responders Facebook page and and uh you can get tickets online. they are a couple of they're a little cheaper, they're a couple dollars off if you get them uh before you show up or you can get them at the gate. Uh you can you, we'll have tickets available at the gate. Um but this is going to be a lot of fun we've got some uh some characters that are going to be there to interact with the kids during the rodeo it's going to be it's, it's just going to be a lot of family fun and we're really looking forward to it and uh, of course you know this will be the first time that that we put on the rodeo we're going to learn a lot and uh we'll make next year bigger and better but this year is going to be it's going to be great it's all coming together um so if, if you have time, please come out Friday uh, or Saturday. And Rodeo's, so gates open at 6 and Rodeo starts at 7.30. Come see us
0: and uh, enjoy a great show. And um, every year, um, you know, the, 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 the money raised goes to some great, uh, a great, um, um, causes, but this year in particular, most of the money is going to go to the Fire Chiefs Association. Yes. To purchase radios to be able to hook into that high speed new communication system that'll be coming online here in the near future. Yeah, we've got a lot of volunteer fire departments here
1: in Henderson County. Um, and so, you know, they function basically by raising money. And so we decided to give them eighty percent of it because they don't have a lot of money, and that'll help them buy some of these radios to needed to help communicate with us on our new radio system so it's a it's it's a it's going to be a lot of fun and of course, the peace officers association will have the other twenty percent we give out scholarships to kids um, we try to help out local uh, organizations just like last week we had a henderson county uh team in the uh, Help Center's fundraiser, and uh, that's money well spent. We feel like we're putting it back into the Help Center, who help out tons of kids in the county and victims of, of crime. So, uh, you know, we, we try to do everything we can to put our money back into this community.
0: All right, friends, so um, if you need to review some of that information, go to the first Responders PRCA Rodeo Facebook page. They've got all the information there. they got links where you can buy tickets. Uh, come out Friday, Saturday. It's going to be a great time, um, and it's for a great cause. All right, before we break out of here, we're going to mention one more time again that I know a lot of you have gotten really used to, the sheriff being very active on Facebook and his Facebook page the Anderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page, being very active. Um, They've been locked out for a couple of weeks now, Um, and Facebook takes a little bit of time to uh, unlock some of that stuff once there's a problem. But I know that that process has been begun. However, you can still message the sheriff and talk to them. Talk about where people can get a hold of you. Yes, our Facebook page is locked down right now. I can't edit or post, but I can respond
1: to your messages and I will respond to your messages. So if you have any information, you can always call here at the Sheriff's Office at 903-675-5128. You can call in an anonymous tip at Henderson County Crime Stoppers at 1-800-545-TIPS or you can message me on that uh, Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. Send a a private message to that page and uh, we can discuss it and whatever information that you have and uh, don't think no tip is too small because really we uh, we've solved a lot of crimes by the citizens reaching out and joining law enforcement and we appreciate all the information that you
0: give us. All right well Sheriff thank you very much for giving us a chance to come in and find out what's going on with our Sheriff's Office And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you.